everybody. Welcome to the Bill Young Girl Wealthy Podcast. My name is Walida Shree, and today I want to talk to you about your renter's insurance. So without further ado, let's get into this. So who needs renter's insurance? If you're renting someone else's property, then you need renter's insurance. In fact, most landlords won't rent you their home or apartment without you being covered by some type of renter's insurance. Should you not get a policy and you get any type of damage done to your personal belongings, then you would be responsible for replacing those things. So it would be like buying things twice and nobody wants to do that. So that would be the benefit of having renter's insurance. Things that renter's insurance may cover are... Most policies have a list of things that they'll cover called named perils. And if it's not on the list, basically they're not going to cover it. So most named perils is what most renter's insurance policies are going to cover. And those are including fires, theft, vandalism, plumbing, and electrical malfunctions. It also can be certain weather-related damage and other name hazards to name a few. You should know that with regular renter's insurance, specifically with name perils, they don't cover floods or earthquakes. So if you're a person who lives in a high flood zone or if you're a person who lives where earthquakes are common, know that your renter's insurance aren't gonna cover you in those instances. You'll actually need to get a separate insurance policy. Renter's insurance also has another type of policy called open perils renters insurance and basically this is going to cover everything that's excluded from that list so remember i told you name perils are a list of things your insurance company will cover well with open perils they're going to tell you things that are excluded from that list that they'll also cover just keep in mind just like with name perils open perils do not cover floods and earthquakes So let's talk about Hurricane Katrina real quick. So I've visited New Orleans several times and I love to go to the Hurricane Katrina Museum. Inside of the museum, I started to hear stories of people talking about how the insurance companies would not cover any damages because their homes have flooded. So it is really crucial that you make sure that when you do get your policy that you read it because you just never know. The other thing that renter's insurance may cover is it may provide you liability coverage. So let's just say if you have a dog and your dog bites somebody and they end up having to go to the hospital. Well, instead of you being sued directly, your renter's insurance can help cover the medical expenses as well as pain and suffering. So if that happens, just make sure you go to your renter's insurance and make a claim so that they can pay for that person's damages. It also can be if, say, you mopped the floor and they came inside and slipped and sprained an ankle, the same thing would go for that. So liability insurance basically protects you if you, your family, or your pet injure somebody on the property that you are occupying. Renters insurance may also cover additional living expenses. Now this is very dependent on your policy, but some of your policies may allow you to have additional living expenses if your living place is uninhabitable due to one of the covered perils. So I told you the different perils that they list. 
So if it falls in that category, then your renter's insurance may cover for you to have temporary housing, such as a hotel, restaurant meals, temporary rentals, and also other expenses, such as if like your food goes bad or anything like that. So always be sure you know before an event takes place. That way, when it does, you kind of can have a peace of mind to know that your renter's insurance will or won't cover that. So... What are steps to take when you're getting your renter's insurance? First things first, you should probably contact your auto insurance provider to see if they have any type of discounts if you bundle it with your auto insurance. If they don't have that as an option or if you're just not happy with the quote you get, you can always shop around. Now, it may be tempting to go with the first company that you come in contact with, but you should check out multiple sites or go to a site like Policy Genius, where you can see all of the different companies and what their going rates are for your zip code. But I will tell you, once you choose your particular company, you'll still need to contact them directly because the quote is an estimated quote. Also, they ask if you have fire alarms and sprinklers, if you have double locks, meaning you can protect from death theft, or if you have security um, cameras or things like that. So basically, the more protected your dwelling space is, the better you're going to get a rate because they know they're not going to have to come out of pocket because things just happen. And also, just know your zip code. If there's a high crime zone in your area, you could possibly pay more because they know that that theft and vandalism that I talked about is a higher possibility. Now, here's a tip for you. The higher the deductible, the lower the premiums. The lower the deductible, the higher the premiums. Now, one last tip for you guys, and then I'm going to let you go, is I encourage you to take inventory of any big purchases that you make. Make sure you keep this all logged and in a safe place. And what you'll want to do is either keep your receipts or you can use a log sheet and you want to write the name, the serial number of that item and how much you pay for it. You also want to take pictures so that you show proof that you actually do own those things. Now the downside is, is that when you do that, depending on what your policy says, it may or may not work for you when you do your claim because they have two options, actual cash value. So they can either reimburse you for what you actually pay for the item or what they call replacement cash value, what the item is worth at the point you filed the claim. So make sure in your policy you read to make sure that if you ever make a claim, whether you are going to get actual cash value or if you are going to get replacement cash value. So I hope you found value in today's episode. If you haven't already, please consider subscribing and sharing with a friend. And until next time. I will talk to you later.